How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. everybody tgif it's ben and woods 97.3 the fan great to be here with you after what's been a uh, pretty long week but it's been a good week in my opinion it's hard hard when you have almost nothing to talk about you know in your local market thank you to uh, sdfc for giving us uh, about an hour of content today do appreciate that uh certainly from yesterday we will get into that uh, I, I would i would go so far as to say a debacle at this point uh, but we can talk about it, certainly. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Paulie had a late basketball game last night. Nine. Mm. Nine o'clock tip-off, which is just death for a morning show host. But uh, mm. And you, you only had five guys. Yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah. No subs. Just 40 minutes up and down the court, pounding we have, each. We have oh, it sounded weird. But. Nine total on our team and four, four guys. <laughs> What are, you, what are you doing, guys? You're like, you bastards. You don't, you don't get up before I do, and I'm going to be there. Yeah. Was, like, the, was the excuse because it was just too late? I, no, there's a couple of excuses and just a couple of can't make it. A couple of can't make it. Yeah. Yeah, it's best to just say, I can't make it. You, you know don't what? need to give an excuse. I can't make it. We I'm lost, learning that. We lost by seven. I walked out of there. I was like, GD, I just ran 40 straight minutes. 40 I'm straight feeling, minutes. I'm feeling pretty good about that. You feel pretty good about it. Got your work in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is great. Uh, but, you know, the, it's... Adult league games are great until they're they start at nine p.m. It's the only you, one we you, have this year. You do more, luckily. Yeah, we get six or seven fifteen. Yeah, which is on. it's nice to break up the week. So I wish I my wife would let me do it, but she's not going to. So quit asking. <laughs> All right, Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning. I'm Good not going to. So quit asking. Yeah, babe, will you please let me do something during the week? I'm not going to. So quit asking. That's it. That's it right there in a nutshell. Good morning. Hi, Benjamin. I, uh, I will forgive Polly since he had his late night and had to work so hard for not dragging his treadmill back up so I could work out during the <laughs> show again today. Thank God. Was that not going to be an everyday thing? No, I was just not. Go, no. expecting to have it here waiting for me in the morning so I could continue my 
you know, steps. You know, I, I could end up with, you know, slide a marathon your, every week here. Slide your debit here. card over here, and I'll order one. <laughs> yeah, you can get one. We'll, we'll just, just leave, leave it in here, here all day. Yeah. yeah, you can get one if you wanted to. I, you can't work with me, but you could get one, <laughs> and then, or they can build me another <laughs> Drive you crazy. private we'll studio. Just, we'll just put him in this other studio here, and he can look through the glass while he's just... Hi, everybody. I saw, like a sim. I saw a tweet this morning that... Uh, well, welcome in, first of all. Thanks for listening on the radio. If you're watching on the YouTube feed, uh, you can do that as well. YouTube.com, search Ben and Woods. You can watch us on Twitch. I really need to be better about checking in on our Twitchers. Uh, of I don't know how many there are. I never log on. I, sh- I need to be responding. We all do. Um, I'm sorry. So if you watch us on Twitch and you're not we getting... We miss you over there. Well, we're, yeah, right. <laughs> if, you're not getting... know, if you're on Twitch, if you do leave a comment in the chat, we do see it. Who does? Well, I do. Polly sees it. I've checked it one time. You, you Day could. one. You could see it. So I need to go do that. But thank you for however you uh, you consume us. I saw a, a tweet this morning that really sparked something in my mind. And I don't know who this Jerry Raganese is, but he hit it right on the head. And it, it sparked some what I hope is intellectual discussion this morning amongst us and maybe the tier ones in the chat, tier ones on Twitter. Follow us at Ben and Woods. This guy blew my mind, and he's right. Listen to this. What happened to the loaded potato skin appetizer? It was on every dinner table in the 90s through the 2000s. You can't tell me they don't have another resurgence in them. It's nose-to-tail eating, zero waste. I I sat there this morning, and I go, Jerry, whoever you are, you should probably be the Speaker of the House because that's the most intelligent thing I've heard in a while. And I thought to myself for a moment, I can't tell you what a big player in the 80s, I would even say the 80s, the late 80s, early 90s. I feel like I had a... Um, You're obsessed. You I know, the first like, thing you said this morning when the microphone came on was TGIF. TGIF. The first yeah. thing you said. TGIF. <laughs> I can't tell you. I can vividly remember you go with mom and dad, something on Saturday or Sunday. You go to the mall. You go see dad play softball or whatever. All right, guys, let's go to uh, let's go to this place, this place, this place, this place. It's the first thing you had. It was like milk for a baby. It was like get a, a order of potato skins for the table, and you just see they're scalding hot when they come out. Scalding hot. You can barely even bite into them, but you can't wait. You have a little ranch. You have a little sour cream. Something. Dip in. The sour cream cools it off. It cools bit, it so off, you and you get a bite. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I love potato skins. But, I have not had one in a long time. But the 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 the, the shell. With all the good stuff inside of it. It's like a taco that's not super messy. It's a potato taco. And I thought to myself, I would do almost anything for potato skins. Well, I think I have a theory here. What happened? As to what happened. And it's not just potato skins, but I think it's other items. A potato famine? Was there a potato famine that I was unaware of? No, I think too many places decided to try to kick it up a notch. You know, the whole Emerald Guy Fieri (laughs) phenomenon. And instead of just the the potato skin, which really should just be. How did you gain all the weight? What should be in a potato skin? Potato skin, cheese, obviously, melted cheese. Bacon. A little bit of bacon bits. Chives. A little bit of chives. And then you can dip it, as you said. Then all of a sudden, I'm getting thought, sexually let's, aroused. Let's right do now. more, and then then they were like, "Well, we'll put buffalo chicken on it, or we'll put we'll put seasoned wait, meat." And, and on, they they started on. adding too many things, and people got tired of them. There was too much. But hang on, there was too much. It's like the bacon thing. No, they do this with everything. They do it with pizza. They do it with sandwiches. They do it with every. They kick up everything that's all still here. Pizza didn't go away because they started to put 
buffalo chicken on it and make barbecue chicken pizza. Now, would you get something like this? You can get a box of TGI Fridays. No, it's not frozen, the same frozen. from no, the frozen food no, section. It's not the same. It's just, fry them up yourself. I mean, I, they, look, they look pretty good on the box. I'll say that. Yeah, but they never taste like the box. See, now never. look, even at the bottom though, it says cheddar and bacon. That implies that there are a whole lot of other flavors you can get. That really should be the only flavor of potato skin. I'm trying to. I'm actually racking my brain to think if I've had another kind that I liked, and I don't think I have. I think it's just been cheddar, cheese, and bacon, and sa- bacon, sour cream, and chives. That's actually from a commercial. Cheddar, cheese, and bacon, sour cream, and chives. Crazy baked potato. You won't believe your eyes. What the hell was that from? I don't right. I know it. It might have been TGA Fridays. It just popped in my brain. Paulie's posting pictures now. Like, I'd, I'd punch somebody in the nose for, for a, a trough full of potato now, skins. Uh, were we really doing the world a service by preventing uneaten potato skins from making their way to the landfill? Is that... Is that something that really saves the environment on the old, the nose-to-tail eating, like no waste? Let's eat that potato skin. It's not about the environment. What it's about is having a delicious clamshell full of food, but the clamshell is edible. So you didn't the buy the whole thing. Is hey, there's fiber in that skin. That's a good, that's good, no. healthy eating. No, you it's garbage, dude. Okay, it's, good. It's, it's, yeah. it's a heart attack. Right. I mean, it's, it's not something you can all do. Right. Well, it's why everyone from the 80s and 90s, they all had heart trouble, high cholesterol, dropped out of heart attacks at 45. You can't eat potato skins at every meal, but they tried. They really, really did try to do it. I even went so far this morning uh, as to Google TGI Fridays. There isn't one. There's, <laughs> they don't exist in San Diego anymore. Paulie, what is that? Those are is that modern potato see, skins? Like, I don't those, want that. Those are your like very gourmet potato skins. See now that one has potato still in it. You really need to scoop most of the potato out for a real potato. For skin. a real one, sometimes they would just slice potatoes and just put the, the no, toppings on. But top. it was it was all they would still use the potatoes, but they would mix it with the set with the cheddar. Well, that's it a wouldn't twice be, baked potato. Yeah, though. but it wouldn't be just cheddar cheese filled in the middle. I don't think. Well, don't there's think a little potato, potato left. I mean, you couldn't there. get all of it right. out, but that was that's part of it. It's really supposed to just be the skin for the most yeah, part. Well, there's, I, I, there's a good one right there. I do it's, feel it's like, like a bread bowl. I do feel like you guys that our society has gotten markedly worse since potato skins really have come off the menu. So back in the day, though, it's kind of the downfall of America. It really has say. been the downfall of America. When you would go to a, a Fridays or a Bennigan's or a Chili's or whatever, this it was standard. I always got, I liked the appetizer sampler, but there was always one I didn't like and I didn't eat. But like you get the potato skins. The mozzarella sticks, which I just get like egg rolls. Yeah, some weird egg, like ro- some southwestern egg, egg roll. I'm like, Mom, you can have those, <laughs> or make my There'd brother be like eat them. Four buffalo wings on there. Yeah, and, and they it, weren't great. They weren't great, and you didn't know how to divide them up among the people. Yeah, everyone gets one. Yeah. There's five of us, but there's four, four. wings. <laughs> Sampler. But I'm the older I get, and the more I I have tried to go away from getting appetizers. My dad's face, by the way. When you go out to dinner with him and you order an appetizer, he he wants to murder you. He's like, you can get an app. What, are you going to get a soda, too? You're going to get an entree. You know your fat ass is getting a dessert. So what are we doing here? My brother, when we go out to dinner my dad, I'm not a big drinker. My brother likes to to hit a little bit. My brother's like, give me a double uh, buffalo trick. My dad's face just goes white because now my dad's got to pay for the food. And the booze, and it just goes white. He's always he's never been an appetizer guy. So 
by in turn, I'm not an appetizer guy. Really, at least in the chances, God, I miss Bennigan's so much. So much. There used to be the one in Mission Valley. Now say it slowly. Bennigan's. Bennigan's. Ben Higgins. Ben Higgins. It's my restaurant. You know, I always drove by. I go. There's my restaurant. <laughs> you wouldn't ben be caught. Niggins. You wouldn't be caught dead. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But Benigans. I liked that they had the name, and it felt like it was named after me. It was Ben Niggins. I liked that that old tavern style uh, sports bar-y. I just I missed the '90s and '80s a lot because. We were better. We still people. have Hoolies around, I think, right? Yeah, go to Hoolies. Well, Irish. I, yeah, it's Irish. Some of the things. Yeah. yeah, we were better to each other back in the eighties and nineties when potato skins were just flying around everywhere. When you could grab one almost I'm at, anywhere. I'm looking at Chili's right now. They have the triple dipper. It triple like dipper. A couple of sliders. Yep. Four to five buffalo wings, and then some, yeah, the Southwest quesadilla. Or... Egg rolls, brisket quesadilla. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. But I don't uh, see any potato. Oh, are those potato skins? No, no potato Claim skins. Claim Jumper still has, uh, still has loaded potato skins. Southwest. Browse has Black Angus. Black Angus as potato well. skins. I would like to grab some at some point, but I just, I miss them. I just wanted to talk about it. I wanted to wax a little <laughs> bit poetic about um, potato skins and how. Since they've gone away, really, it's the downfall of, of our country. Does anyone remember what that jingle was actually from that we both clearly remember? Cheddar, cheese, and bacon, sour cream, and chives. Tasty baked potatoes, you won't believe your eyes. I, want, I think it's... to bake, to feel, to feel. Tasty something, something. Is it baked a... potato appeal. Ba-dum-bum. It's, was that it was that Friday's? Some... No, I think it was something you could buy at the grocery okay. store, maybe. All right, we'll look it up. I'm looking. I, I, I swear. I mean, obviously, we both remember it. So this is either some mass delusion that we have shared together, no. or no, this it's was real. a real jingle <laughs> at some point that we cannot. We had somewhere in the back of our minds. God, I miss them. I miss them so much. My kids will never know the joy of loaded baked potato skins unless we bring them back. So I don't get on the crusade and soapbox for much these days anymore. I've learned not to do that. But loaded potatoes. I'll be on the pulpit for that. I'll do a rally if I have to out front of an old abandoned Fridays or something. But, you know, we I miss it. I do. There's a lot of abandoned restaurants around you can find no doubt. nowadays. No question. Do your rally in front of. I'm really surprised there's not one in Peoria, too, because I looked for a, a Fridays in Peoria because Paulie and I would hit it. 100% when we were there. There's no doubt about it. We would force Ben to come with us if he was in town. But uh, I, I can't just, remember the last time I went to a TGI Friday. I, mean, I can't either. I just, I now just, we've learned they don't have any in San Diego. I just want to say, There's two in Tijuana. I just want to say I miss you, and uh, you gave me a lot of good I, I, It's coming back memories. to me bit by bit. Tater skins from Keebler. Baked potato oh, appeal. Okay. Like Keebler. Keebler made some sort of potato skin chip or something that yes, you could were, eat yes. that was like flavored like a potato skin. They were. Isn't they that were, what they were. Yes, it was those tater skins. Tater skins. Chips. Like chips from Keebler. They and, were ass, by the way. <laughs> now that I think about it, those were not good, man. They were, they were, they were like, the texture of them was yeah, no. very... Keebler introduces the appealing taste of baked potato skins in a crunchy new chip. This, this is how big they were. got baked potato appeal because they're made with potatoes and skins that are real. The Keebler elves make new potato skins with real potatoes and real potato skins for a flavor with whole baked potato appeal. <laughs> Cheddar cheese and bacon, sour cream. 
potatoes and skins. Is that a real? Potatoes, skins, and Peebler. Baked potato or Peebler. They were ass. They really were. They were really. 1985. We, we, we used wow. to get them, dude. I'm telling you, so we were 10. We were 10, and that stuck in our heads yeah. and has not been thought of once <laughs> in the last 33 years. No, 38 years. Yeah. And just pop back into both of our heads. I can vividly remember getting them in my lunch and being like, Ugh. <laughs> I love almost any chip. Bacon, sour cream, and chives. Tasty bacon, potato, you want. Look at these eyes, they're made with potatoes and skins. Barbershop quartet. All my favorite things to put into one. Except the chips are horrible. They're terrible. They were so gross. They were so bad. They really were. They were really, such a really great bad. Jingle for such a bad chip. Well, and that just goes to show you how popular potato skins were. Like, what can we do? What else? Can we do cereal? No, nobody's gonna eat that. Stick to Let's your, make chips. Stick to your fudge stripe cookies, oh. guys. <laughs> those those could end wars. Those things. Those fudge stripes. God, boy, I miss those days. And your parents used to just feed you that stuff, and like, hey, eat something healthy. Have some Keebler and have some of these potato skins. They didn't know any better. It's right. just nuts. Welcome to the weirdest morning sports show in America. Oh, so good. We are off and running here on a Friday. Uh, should be a good one coming up in the second half of the program. Our friend Brett Boone's coming in studio. Yeah, Boone. Talk baseball playoffs, which, by the way, completely thrown on their ear now the last couple of days. All I need to hey, do is complain. Your wish. Hey, you now, your wish. All of a sudden, we've got two series potentially on our hands. We could have them both uh, tied at some point later today. If the Diamondbacks can win again, so we'll talk about the baseball playoffs. As Woods mentioned, our new soccer team is already maybe stepping in it on you know day one of their branding. That Actually, day, even rede- day minus day one minus one of their branding. So we'll talk about that as well. Our res- our poll results from uh, yesterday's poll on whether you like massive the new logo. amount of people voted. Yeah, we got a lot of a response on that one. Uh, Craig Elston will be with us at seven thirty-five. All of our regular fun Friday features. All coming up, starting with the Daily Diddy next, we'll wrap up our week of bands or artists you'd like to see at the Las Vegas Sphere. Whose turn is it? It is it me. Is back okay. to Paul back now to, Paul. to wrap up the week. So we'll get to that next. Should be a good one. Glad to have everybody with us this morning. It's Ben and Woods. Let's check traffic with Kelly. And we are off and running on 97.3 The Fam. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
sounds fantastic, man. It's one of the more shocking things in music. You're right. You're absolutely right. Stepping into Freddie's shoes is shocking. Yeah, a legend, an icon, Freddie Mercury. No pressure, right, Adam Lambert? I mean, when you have pipes like his, like, crank that for a sec. Radio Gaga is the... I mean, think about it. What, 15 years ago, he was some no one walking onto the set yeah. of a new reality here? show? San Diego, yeah. Is he yeah. a San Diego guy? Good for him, dude. That sounds badass. Listen to that. I, that, that hits me right where I want to be. That scratches the itch. Yeah, that would slay at the sphere. Everyone singing together yeah. like that. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah, good call. I said that Queen earlier this week. That would have been my pick if I had one more yeah, selection. Good choice, Paulie. That's a great one. Good choice. Radio wrapping up our uh, daily ditty theme this week. And speaking of big acts, uh, well, we were wrong on our guesses could, yesterday. Have been more wrong, we actually <laughs> we knew as soon as the show was ending at ten o'clock, they were having a news conference down at Petco Park to announce some big concert that was coming. We go, they don't usually do news conferences to announce acts. So we figured, all right, this is something special, unique. I think you guys guessed Rolling Stones, yep. maybe, because they have a new Would album coming out. a lot of money betting on that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's um, part of the course. Turned yeah. out. Bruce Springsteen, maybe, was yep. in there. Can we say what? I mean, Adam came in and told us, I know who it is. It yeah. was totally wrong. He was 100% wrong. Not even wrong. close. It wasn't even close. He like acted like he was on the inside and had. I am about to was tell told. you guys. Oh, well, who who is it? But you can't tell. It's I'm saying, you all right, can't we, spill we the tell. beans. It's Fine. a concert. It's, it's not a free agent signing or something. Like, <laughs> all right, he goes. It's Chris Stapleton. Is it extra sweet? Because it's, it's Chris, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton. <laughs> it's not Chris Stapleton. Good call, Adam. Really, really, whoever's feeding you info is wrong. <laughs> Bad source. Good to know. Bad well, source. He, hey, he, now he knows. He's yeah. getting bad info from someone. No, Billy that Joel. That was a test from the Padres. And Sting think. together. Now, they've never really been a band together. So. <laughs> you laugh. I like Billy Joel. No, I, I like I like some Billy Joel. You don't Joel. like the doo-wop-y bubblegum. I don't like We Didn't Start the Fire. I like the older. I'm on that and that guy. I like his old stuff. I like the B sides. I really don't like the B sides. I like the older hits. Come on, man. Play something from the We strictly do 80s Joel music, sir. Why you needed me to. 80s Billy Joel do up stuff. Hey, listen, mother. We only sing 80s Joel. So take your skank hooker wife and get the. <laughs> yeah, Billy Joel. You haven't seen Step Brothers, have you, Ben? No, he hasn't. Yeah, I've seen Step have Brothers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. when they're at the Catalina yeah. Wine Mixer yeah. and they got the '80s doo-wop Joel band, they will not do any of the old stuff. Just Play the, piano man. Just the new stuff. Uh, I mean, like, um, I like it, but I don't think I like it enough to go to a show. And the same with Sting. That's good. Well, they each can play like three hours. Like the two of them to like they're not going to be playing together. No, but will they go back and forth? Or will it be like all of one and then all of another? Yeah, I'm sure they'll do some sort of a crossover. Sure, they'll probably songs. do a crossover. But who? All right, you have to. They probably rotate who opens for whom. Well, I don't think it's a tour. There's like two shows oh, worldwide. It? It's not. Oh, it's okay. not a tour. Yeah. This well, is flip. like a one-off sort of. It's like thing. the only West Coast show. Yeah. Okay. That's a huge one. Yeah. That's a huge one. 
Um, you know, obviously two complete Neither icons. of them are an opening act. Though. No, so you, God, no. <laughs> I feel like you got to do like maybe 30 of one and the other guy comes on those four songs. No, there's like the, different the gear. gear. Yes, yeah. you can't do that. Why not? No. So you can't, we can't do an hour and then have Gwen and Chris come to an hour and then we come back and do an hour. We get different stuff. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I mean, I guess we, we could. could. Be fun to Be rotate. Um, but no, I, I, I think there's a lot of people uh, that are, I think I'm sure it'll sell out. I mean, it's, Big show. It's a big show. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on it myself. That shouldn't surprise any anyone though. It's fine. More for the rest of us. Yeah. I did think it would have been weird to to do a big press conference for Chris Stapleton, who's good. He's a good artist, but I, I thought that would have been a little so that, that kind of I mean, He's good, he's very popular. He's but very popular. I'm thinking about some of the other country music shows that they've had here. They didn't the do pressers. Like for Garth him. Brooks didn't do a press yeah, conference. Yeah, I feel like Morgan Wallen has like every slot on the top one hundred yeah. right now. He, I feel like to get Trevor Hoffman out there, I, I don't know that it would have been Chris Stapleton. He seems like a Stones guy. I really thought it was, I thought it was be the too. Stones. I did too. I mean, any of them I probably wasn't gonna go to, but Congrats, man. Maybe it's because it's, a huge deal. it's not a tour. Like, if it was a tour, they would have yeah, announced yeah. it. You know, New York, they would have, hey, we're going all these places. But because it really is just... Makes sense like, why, like, Petco the president Park, of Live Nation was there. Yeah, they needed they needed somewhere to announce it. Well, this is where we're going to do it, so let's go there and make the announcement about this uh, Billy Joel and Sting concert that's coming to Petco Park. When is it again? Uh, uh, April. April, next April. Something, yeah. Yeah, all right. Now, I, this was an insult to me. <clears throat> but somebody tweeted me, hey. April 13th. Somebody tweeted me the other day, you and Hannah should go as Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley for Halloween. And I went, you're really funny. That's hysterical. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you play way out of your league. And I did. And I have. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it would be a decent, decent bit. He's very short, though. I'm not. True. Sure, you're taller, than, taller he is. than he is. You you have more hair. She was. Billy Joel. I mean, he did. He literally five, landed. Five. He five five really. He's Bo, that short? Bo is five five. I feel like <laughs> um, she was the hottest woman on the planet. She's still up there. You know what I mean? Like he scored. He scored so far over his head. But hey, listen, music a musician that happens. It happens. But no, I'm not doing that for Halloween. So. I did feel insulted when I read it. Are you ready to jump into some of the baseball from yesterday? Yeah, let's do uh, some let's, baseball. Let's start there. Uh, NLCS, ALCS. Uh, we've got some comebacks. We got some series on our hands. We'll get into uh, yesterday's game. We finally had a walk off. Really, really good, low scoring game between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. Let's uh, get our plates and eat our words, all, <laughs> all of us, because none of us expected. Brandon fought to go out and do what he did yesterday. He looked spectacular. All credit where credit is due. Coming up next on Ben and Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. going to take you back to uh, August 13th in a moment. See if you guys remember what happened 
on August 13th during the Padres season. First, though, this uh, hour of Ben and Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Also, for baseball fans, for behind-the-scenes coverage of the 2023 MLB postseason, you can check out Baseball Isn't Boring. Host Rob Bradford brings you the biggest news from around the league each day. Follow Baseball Isn't Boring on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Are right? you about to talk about the Padres sweeping the Rangers? No. Okay, thank I God. I am not. I am not. Thank but God. we will... Uh, we will talk about one of the players in action yesterday, right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. As the frustrations of the Padres season mounted over the summer, you'll remember we compiled a list of like agonizing, infuriating games that the Padres lost. Sure. It, it climbed to over two dozen games over the course of the season. But one that's always stuck in my mind and felt like it was one of the the most typical yet worst losses the Padres suffered was on August 13th. It was a game when they were facing a reeling Diamondbacks team, and they were taking on a rookie pitcher who had an ERA over seven. Yeah, that was it. And by the way, they went out and scored three runs in the first inning against that rookie pitcher whose name was Brandon Fott. And then they didn't add on against Brandon Fott, who recovered and ended up making it into the sixth inning, kept his team in the game, uh, they got uh, a Perdomo home run to make it 3-2. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. homer to tie it up. And then in the eighth, they'd won it, win it on an Alec Thomas sacrifice fly. And it went down as one of those games that a team like the Padres, you should win that game, yep. especially against a rookie pitcher who doesn't know what he's doing in this league. They actually did not ever lose to Brandon Fott. They went on and beat him in his next start. I had totally forgotten that for nothing. Um, but that game in particular at that time felt like, Oh, how can you not do this? How can you not win and you know win this game ten nothing against a guy like Brandon Fought? Well, fast forward a couple of months later, here we are in the postseason, and Brandon Fought has made a couple of absolutely enormous starts. First against the Dodgers, and then yesterday, trailing two games to none at Chase Field with the home crowd and pitching his uh, team what exactly they needed in what turned out to be that 2-1 win for the Diamondbacks over the Phillies. You know, and I saw Tori Lavulo got a lot of lot of heat, a lot of the the um uh, national former baseball players were upset about it. Uh yeah, even Tommy Pham said something about it after the game. Tommy Pham said, "Hey, I thought he was awesome." And if it's me, I'm leaving him in there. We got the momentum, blah, 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 blah. So, so he went, uh, yeah, he went five and five two and thirds, thirds, struck out nine, faced just uh, the batters twice through the lineup. Yep. And then when they came back to the top of the order for a third time through, and Kyle Schwarber was coming back up with the lefty against the righty, they pulled him. Yep. Pulled him, walked Schwarber, was like, oh, this is going to This is going to blow see, up. You could, they went to the shot at Tori Lavolo in the dugout, and you're thinking, you do it. You blew he's, it. He's thinking, he's, he, I mean, he, to his credit, after the game, he was asked, what, what were you thinking? He goes, am I thinking I'm an idiot for taking this guy out? I mean, yeah. he's not totally unaware of the situation. But I also saw, you know, our friend Eno tweet, I wouldn't have let him face Kyle Schwarber a third time. I saw some of the the the, the people, Mike Petriello said the same thing. I mean, guys that are, are you know, a little bit deeper into the numbers, knowing that that the, the third time through the order for Fott has been a little bit tough, as it is for a lot of guys. Now, I think if Bruce Bochy was managing that game, I think he probably leaves him in. Um, based on the fact that Bruce Bochy probably isn't as confident in his bullpen as Tori Lavulo is. Uh, and I think that's for good reason. You know, I kind of like to ride the momentum, I would think, if I was Tori Lavulo. And if you 
you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? And and if you leave him in, everyone says, dude, he was, you know, he gave you everything you needed and then some. And third time through the order, guys are hitting 420 or whatever it was off of him. Uh, I saw a great tweet from a guy, Michael Bauman, said, taking your rookie starter out after he looked unhittable twice through the order is a fun move because if it works, absolutely nobody's going to remember it. And if it doesn't, every man over 40 in the entire country is going to think you're an idiot. And even Tori Lavulo had to question, am I an idiot for doing this? Worked out in his favor. Uh, obviously, it was the right move, and the way that you know that is that it worked. Yeah, I mean, the bullpen did give up the one run yep. in the seventh, but they ended up going on to win the game. So you can't you can't ever question a playoff win. Well, they gave up the run on a yanked slider, they did. you know. So I, it's you know, it, it's just one of those things that makes managing so tough. And it's a great point, though. Really easy to see. If it works, no one ever credits the manager for the nice, brilliant move. Nice job. But yeah. if it doesn't. It's a, it's an all-lose, no-win situation for the manager, essentially. But it may have been the right thing to do. Well, I mean, they won, so well done. But I think, you know, the, all the credit has to go to Brandon Fott here. I, I thought yesterday, I thought they were going to tear him up. I mean, 94-mile-an-hour heater, you know, he, he got away with a few pitches. You know, the other thing that was interesting, Jason Stark had tweeted before the game, he goes, I always like to watch what a team does and how they prepare. Phillies did not take batting practice before that game, and that's not the first time we've we've seen that. No, um, and they were down in. The, I'm sure they were down in the cages, hitting the machine and off the tee and front toss and all that. I, yeah, nobody's gonna, nobody's going to go into a playoff game without having swung a bat at all. But they did not take batting practice on the field, and they were talking about it on the broadcast. And they said, "Man, if I was going to change anything, I probably would have had the guys out and swing it because this field is weird." I think it was uh, Francoeur, and Franchi said. I only played here, you know, the four-game set or whatever. We'd come in once a year. He goes, it's a weird place to hit. It's dark. It's not like other places. It's kind of got a dark hue yeah, to it. it. Everything's kind of dull and dark. He said, you want to make sure that you, you know, you, you the batter's eye and all this. He said, so I probably would have changed that. And I bet they regret that today, especially losing so close, Ben. But, I mean, he had these guys in, in knots. He twisted them up, had them in knots. They looked terrible. Uh, against him, but you know the the Diamondbacks able to scratch that win out was pretty impressive. And, and Ranger Suarez was also he really was good. He went dude. into the sixth as well. He was fantastic, not allowing a run, and you know came down to obviously one uh, one in the bottom of the ninth inning. And the Diamondbacks, uh, to me, the biggest mistake of the game was made by the Diamondbacks, not by the Phillies, and they overcame it and won anyway. When Lourdes Gurriel. Junior was tagged out at the plate, but the runner who was the runner? Paven Smith. Paven Smith didn't standing there watching the play. Advance oh from second God. to third. What are you thinking, man? I mean, he, he got. He I know the ball was, was in front of him, and you go, you can't go when the ball's in front of you. When they have to make the play at the plate, or they lose the game, run right in front of the. You first of all, run right in front of that guy because they can't. They're tag not going to go to third. If, yeah. they, if they waited and tagged you, they lose the game. Right. They have to get the runner at the plate. You may distract the shortstop into a bad throw by running in front of him. There is no reason not to go in that situation. So when he held up and, and did not make it to third, that could have cost him. If the next ball had been a sacrifice fly by Cattell Marte Brutal. and he had been on second base, instead they walked, he got to third, he scored on the single, so it didn't end up mattering. But those are the little things that can decide a game, decide a playoff series, and it was a huge mistake huge. by the Diamondbacks there in the ninth inning. I mean, great call from Torrey getting him in there. Paven Smith uh, came off the bench, ended up with two knocks, um, and and but again... 
he turned into a spectator in the worst possible time. Uh, our our guest that's coming up at 8 o'clock, he's going to come in and talk baseball with us for a couple hours, Brett Boone. Uh, really excited about that. I love Booney. Uh, Booney tweeted it. He goes, how does Paven Smith not get to third base there? I think he just – you're in that game and you're like – You're afraid of making a mistake. Well, no, I don't even think it's that. I think it's oh my god we're going to score a run here and he I think he just turned into a fan like he that just could be stood it too. there like he froze I think there is a, a panic like I can't run into an out here situation though you know we've got the game here the last thing I can do is run into an out but he could have after the throw was made home he could have jogged to third backwards if he wanted to like as, it yeah. was so easy as, to get as there. the t- tag was there the you know they're diving. running around yeah. trying to tag him seventeen times yeah. yeah but but really he should have been going. It, essentially a contact play. Even though it wasn't a force, it really could have been a contact play because it, when you think about it, the shortstop would ha- has no choice but to throw immediately home. home. He has no time to try to tag you or you know turn a double play. There's no out. So a double play doesn't even end the inning. You can't go tag the guy and throw to first. You lose the game lose if the that game. happens. Yep. It's a walk-off run. He has to go home. They have to make the tag play. There's no time to do anything else. You have to be running to third base in that situation. At least that was my read Mine too. Of, of what was going on there. So it was a huge mistake well, that, the, that they just ended up overcoming. And the Diamondbacks, they said, they were talking about it on the uh, the broadcast yesterday. In Tory's office, he has a, a quote that says, win the inch. Win the inch. I, like I do too. So much. That's the inch you need to win. Plays like that, I bet you he caught a near full. I'm not kidding. I bet, hey, great game. Thanks for the two knocks off the bench. Way to be ready. You got to be at third base. You have to be at third base. I got it. Okay, I was caught up in the play. Sorry, sorry, Skip. You know, you won the game, and uh, Cattell Marte is a stud. I mean, he's he's the he's the guy you want up there if, if you're the Diamondbacks, and he walks it off, and they win the game, and now you feel you do still feel the Phillies. They're still not, their series. It's to, still to their lose. series yeah, to lose. They still have good starting pitching. Do you see who the Diamondbacks are throwing today? Yep, uh, Mantiply. Mantiply. Little it's o- a opener. Bullpen day, yeah, yeah, bullpen day. So, but who? Christopher Sanchez is going for yeah, the Phillies, true. so it's. I mean, I'm not saying that the Phillies don't have the advantage, but it's not like he's going up against Wheeler, Wheeler. or something. Yeah, true. Yeah, you know, they could they could even this series today at home. Is Sanchez for sure starting? They, I, that's they said, what I, that's what I saw. They said the, Taiwan Walker's in there as well. You may see you may see them empty. You know, empty the whole yeah, fridge. Yeah, I, I would imagine. But man, it was a good game. It was a really really good game. Edge of your seat type stuff. Uh, both teams had opportunities to to win. Um, and and the Diamondbacks came out victorious uh, at home. Meanwhile, um, the Astros and the Rangers oh, series is completely boy. oh boy, completely back on its ear. In fact, oh, if boy. you're the Astros, you're feeling like you're in the catbird seat now. I think I have the uh, the problem. I think I've I've diagnosed the problem for the Texas Rangers and not the bullpen. Not the bullpen. Here here we go again, guys. Um, this guy. What are we doing? It's, what? If you don't learn from others' mistakes and you do the same thing, that's on you, man. And so this came out, Ben. That's what's in. That's right. This came out. I know this man. I listened to this man when I lived in Dallas. He's a good broadcaster. He's been around a long, long time. He goes is R.J. Choppy, and he works for our sister station, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Texas. I believe they are the Cowboys' flagship. I believe they're the Rangers' flagship as well. Uh, my man, after they went up 2 nothing in Houston, uh, dropped this gem. Brace yourselves. Ranger fans, let's get up. ALCS Game 3, Texas style. 
Okay, you ready? World Series bound in this baseball town. Got Houston reeling. Coming to the globe with the Rangers wear. Blue. The bullpen's finally getting back on track. You sure? And the Dolis will send the Astros back, back, back. Oh, got a bomb. Where they'll be alone. Uh oh. At home and watching you. We'll spend October nights with winds inside when the stick goes boom. Oh my God. Everybody! Everybody! When you lose to Nettie Baldy and Evan Carter drives home a balmy, watch the Astro Dreams die, section 133, and we'll be home soon. That's your fault. I mean, you get it. You, I just, I, I, so now you get they it. did that before game, game three. three, and now it's tied. And now they've tied. Jeez. They've tied the season. And the bullpen uh, imploded. I was going to blame maybe some boats or the players, but no, you're right. That is RJ percent the reason has turned this series on its head. Damn it, RJ! I'm telling you, like you, you, you put that out. You're feeling good, man. You're feeling damn good. You go down, you knock the Astros around for two games. Come back to Texas, home field advantage. Even though your dumbass should know, the Astros are very comfortable on the road, and they're not afraid of you. You put that out there, and now people are lit on, on the thread. They're like, "Bro, I'm gonna kill you if I see you. <laughs> like, you're dead. I you mean, did this. Hey, this goes all the way back. 1984, Padres came out with Cub Busters." to the Ghostbusters theme and lost the first two games of the NLCS. And they ended up winning it. In Chicago. They did come back to win the series, but clearly that song impacted the first two games in Chicago. Now, who put it out? Was it, it was Ted Leitner or something? Radio yeah, people. So. I literally can't stand us. I just cannot. <laughs> We're the worst. We are... So de- can you find Cub Busters, Paul? So attention can, deprived. Find Cub what Busters? is our problem? I don't know. This has been going on for decades. Stop. So. We're not doing it. Again, we're not doing it. And if anybody else does it, it's on them. But you should. everyone should learn from your mistakes. And I get it. You haven't been there in a while. You're, you're excited. Our guys were excited. That's what's in. I understand you get excited about it. But you never want to be the reason. And you're not out there pitching. You're not hanging sliders. It's not your fault. But it's just not smart to ever... I don't think Bregman heard that song in the locker room and went, these mother effers, they're dead. They're dead now. I don't think that happened. But what it does, it gives the fan, that's insane, reason to look at you and go, you're tempting fate. You're You're asking the universe to come down on you and come down on you hard. What you're doing is you're looking at the baseball gods and saying, you're not real. And I don't believe in you. And the baseball gods say, my friend. You're a dead man now. Now it's on you, R.J. Choppy. So it's, A, terrible. It's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I love the Brooks and Dunn song, and I'll never hear Neon Moon the same again. So not <laughs> only have you jinxed your team, you ruined a fantastic song, <laughs> R.J. Uh, and the Astros came in last night, yesterday, Ben, and just beat the ever-loving hell out of the Texas Rangers. Rangers, uh, valiant effort to to get I mean, it they, tied. When they fell behind 3 nothing and, and fought back and tied it, got you a couple thought, home runs, okay. you thought, okay, wait, they, they, they staggered, but they righted themselves. No. No, once um, once they loaded the bases there in the fourth inning. 0-2 to Maldonado, I mean, you walk him. 
You feel like you dodged a major bullet when Jordan Alvarez hits the 406-foot oh fly ball to the base of the wall. I mean, you're thinking Grand Slam for sure. They get away with a sacrifice fly, and then Jose Abreu hits the three-run homer, and it's like, well, what did we just go through all that I, for? He hit that ball so hard, he should get more runs for it. I mean, he murdered that <laughs> ball. What a what a cool story for him. I didn't know. So when they when they signed him, he is a guy, Ben. He had not been on the IL in five seasons. He was a, an everyday first baseman for the White Sox. Took a lot of pride in, in posting every day. And then when the Astros signed him, he tweaked his back. And he tried to play through it, and he was horrific. And Astros fans wanted him run out of town. Finally, they, they had to convince him to go on the IL. Please, fix your back. Come back stronger. Had a good month of September leading into the playoffs. He's been spectacular in the playoffs. It's it's what you dream of for a player that's been much maligned um, you know, the whole season to come back and have a really, really solid October. Astros fans will absolutely forgive and forget the terrible April, May, June, July, and August he had uh, because of what he's doing in October. But, yeah, they look they look like the Astros again. So if I'm, if I'm Bruce Bochy, man, I'm a little bit more nervous uh, than I was. Two more games today. Uh, this time the ALCS is up first. Game 5 at 2.07 with uh, Justin Verlander pitching against Jordan Montgomery, a rematch Ooh. of Game 1. And, you know, obviously with the series tied 2-2, Rangers need another gem from Montgomery here, or they'll be going back on the road down 3-2. And then 5-0-7, Game 4 of the NLCS Phillies and the Diamondbacks. So another doubleheader, back-to-back days. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to play some Take on Woods. Also want to get into the, well, the debate that went on yesterday about San Diego's MLS team, their new logo, colors, ethic, everything. Coming it. up next here on 97.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.